0: I have got to get my mind right. How many of us have said this or something like it? The question is how to do it. Philosophers and religious leaders, motivational speakers and professors, poets and artists, all have tried a myriad of ways to be healthy in our thinking and in our view of ourselves, others, and the world. So there are hundreds of options out there for you to get your mind right. Which one do I choose? Consider this. The most common of approaches today is to look inward, to discern our history, our own personal truth, to discover what's made us the way we are, and then how to correct our self-image or how we see our own value, and then have a more positive and healthy view on life. But is looking inward the best way to personal health? Followers of Jesus have, for many centuries, sought to have a healthy mind and view of ourselves and the world. But when we look at the words of Jesus and of the New Testament, we discover that looking inward doesn't lead to light or health. In fact, looking inward leads us to discover that we are in need, and our own efforts to fix ourselves haven't provided many solutions over the years. It's as if a person with two broken legs decided to climb a mountain. Until the legs are fixed, the ascent can't begin. And we need help with that. A doctor needs to set the bones. A physical therapist then guides us through a process of proper recovery. Well then, a professional mountain climber can teach us how we make the ascent in a way that brings joy and success. All of which doesn't come from internal knowledge, but from outside of us. So it is with the follower of Christ. Our value comes from what God thinks of us. Our value comes from the cross, which proves that Jesus loved us while we were still in rebellion against him, or did not even know his name. John says, we love because he first loved us. God is love. And so our efforts here, which we're calling Christian mindfulness, Are directed at lifting your eyes up. For our help comes from outside of us, not from within. Paul writes, Set your minds on things above, not earthly things, for your life is now in Christ. Therefore, these modest efforts are to aid the seeker as well as the believer in finding their value from what God has promised and in what Christ has accomplished with you in mind. Let us then fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. May you be blessed in discovering God's opinion of you. An Introduction to the Epiphany Season As we seek to set our minds on things above, the coming weeks of this church year lend themselves to this effort as well as any. A star appeared in the east. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And Jesus' face shone like the sun as he was transfigured before them. All of these events and more take place in the assigned readings for the coming two months. But we begin with the wise men, a mix of astronomer and astrologer These men, called Magi, searched the heavens for signs of God's working in our world, and they found it. With their eyes fixed firmly in the heavens, they traveled as much as two years to seek out the one who was born to be the king of Israel. May we also, with eyes fixed upon the guiding light of the Christmas star, see the fingerprints of God as he seeks to bring light and life to you, and to all the world. The introit, which literally means entrance, ushers us into the very presence of God. These words come from Psalm 72. Written by King Solomon, it's a cry for just leadership in a time of oppression and violence.
1: To follow along, we are on page 20 of Lutheran worship. All kings will bow down to him,
2: and all nations will
1: serve him. Endow the king with your justice,
2: the royal son with your righteousness.
1: He will judge your people in righteousness,
2: your afflicted ones with
1: justice, for he will deliver the needy who cry out.
2: The afflicted who have no one to help.
1: He will take pity on the weak and the needy.
2: And save the needy from death. He
1: will rescue
2: them from oppression and
1: violence.
2: For precious is their blood in his sight.
1: May his name endure forever.
2: May it continue as long as the sun. Glory be to the Father
1: and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. All kings will bow down to him
2: and all nations will serve him.
1: O God, By the leading of a star you once made known to all nations your only begotten Son. Now lead us, who know you by faith, to know in heaven the fullness of your divine goodness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
0: The prophet Isaiah calls out to a people stuck in gloom and darkness to arise and then to shine. Light is now dawning upon a people mired in despair. It is marked by new life and hope and celebrated with gifts of great value. Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar, and your daughters are carried on the arm. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense, and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. So far the reading. Living life well is hard. In fact, it often seems like a mystery, a puzzle we cannot piece together without help. Paul is certain this is true, for the mystery he shares here is that all people are saved and are proven valuable, not because of what they have done but what God has done for them. Ephesians chapter 3, beginning at verse 2. Paul writes, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ which was not made known to men in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. So far the reading. Have you chased after a dream that sometimes seems just out of reach again and again? Imagine chasing a dream over hundreds of miles of desert enduring the ridicule of your colleagues, and then when you arrive, no one knows what you're talking about. But the wise men aren't counting on men or women keeping their promise. They're counting on God keeping his. This is the account of Jesus' birth and the visit of the Magi from Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So far the reading.
1: Praise the Lord, all you nations.
2: Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Ascribe to the Lord the glory
1: due his name.
2: Bring an offering and come into his courts.
1: Alleluia. Alleluia. We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Alleluia.